0: Sitting high atop a mountain is a thing. And on top of that thing is a guy with another thing that he is holding. But that thing isn't just anything, and that guy isn't just any guy. He is the two zillion year old hippie. And he has the answers for those who dare to ask. The magnificent
1: questions.
0: Bring him your magnificent questions. Hey, hey everybody, it's me, the two-year-old hippie. And what can I tell you? We're just chilling here in the big rock candy mountain, hanging out, checking our spring crops uh, turn into summer. Here, we've been playing a lot of uh, volleyball with the uh, DMT elves. There's a There's a special rule when you're playing volleyball with the DMT elves. If the ball is not sparkly, you're allowed to hit it. Anyway, Cynthia's here as always to uh, help out with your mag cues, man. And, uh, well, really, there's uh, no reason not to get right to it. Let's uh, jump with both feet, shall we? Cynthia, what have you got for us?
2: Stony? the Weatherman asks, when does it stop being partly cloudy and start being partly sunny? When does it
0: stop being partly sunny and start being partly cloudy? Uh, Usually around dusk, man. It reminds me of that old great uh, weatherman bit uh, years ago on Saturday Night Live where they predicted tonight there was going to be darkness followed by scattered light uh, turning over to more light as we get into morning.
2: Mom Lolo writes, I am so glad to have found you. I have so many questions that I have saved up and I had no one to ask. I am so confused in my life right now. I will soon be finishing my sixth decade and Saturn is getting close to returning to where it was when I was born, so I am experiencing existential angst. I thought I knew where I was going, but lately I feel lost. Where am I?
0: Mama Lolo, thanks for writing. Great name, by the way. Uh, aren't, aren't you a volcano somewhere in Hawaii? But but anyway, Mama Lolo, let me, let me reassure you, man, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. So uh, fear not on that front. Uh, everything is uh, Cinco Pato, as we like to say. As far as Saturn goes, man, you know, uh, I read somewhere that your dog has a greater gravitational pull on you than Saturn does. So uh, I would keep an eye on your dog. Uh, that, would, that would be my advice to you, really all household pets. Uh, apparently uh you gotta be uh, lined up properly gravitationally with uh, with all the near and dears, man. Uh, the planets uh, get to take a second back seat to that apparently
1: My daughter is an awkward hound. Sniffing round on the ground tail open rolls down for hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours. sniffing at the garbage hands about. Don't smell like a flower, take a whip, take a shower Body knows what's underneath that lid My dog
2: knows where the boat are headed Lemonhead asks, when atheists go to court Do they have to swear on the Bible? If you are asked to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and you are the main witness, what if you say, no?
0: don't no, man, uh, you'd think the atheists would get to swear at the Bible instead of on it, but I can't believe that uh, the attorney involved would be very excited about that. Apparently, most states offer a alternative language that atheists can use where they basically take an affirmation to tell the entire truth. But really, man, if you're an atheist, well, it's just a book. What difference does it make? You could uh, swear on a copy of Harry Potter. I wonder if they uh, asked you if you swore to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and your only response was "whatever." Where does that legally put you, man? But in terms of uh, saying no, man, the lawyerly types seem to agree that if uh, you've been summoned to testify for a court, that if you said no, that the judge could hold you in contempt. So uh, that's what's up with that, man. I think maybe you should stick with my "whatever" defense.
2: Aluminium Bone asks. Since London Bridge is still standing, why is there a song about it falling down?
3: What's a thousand shades of grey, a beauty on the scene by day? Skateboard thunder by, pigeons fly where I feel okay. London Bridge falling down, it's taking bits of all around. I don't want pounds. London Bridge fallen down, but I still love this town. From the tower to the underground. Now, Rome is wrong, but it ain't home. And neither is Paris. Wherever i be, and all I see, this is home to me. London Bridge fallen down. All
0: do a lot worse than to put together a history course that would teach history around what people theorize actual meanings behind a lot of these nursery rhymes are because it's always uh, very interesting to to check them out. Really, I just recommend you go look it up on Wikipedia if you have any uh, interest in it. I'm not going to recite the whole thing, but man, it's got a lot of verses. People had a lot more time back then to... uh, to memorize a bunch of verses. Plus, you know, uh, people weren't literate and didn't write things down, so supposedly this sort of uh, long-form music or poetry is a, is a good method for reinforcing things in your brain. Interesting creepy theories about London Bridge, including that uh, uh, the bodies of babies, maybe even alive, are buried in there, man, so you'll just have to go uh, go check it out. It's the beauty of the metaphor, man. It allows uh, all kinds of people to put their own interpretations on it. Always uh, keeps things hopping, keeps things interesting.
2: Gravity bond writes what happens to any reasonable force when it hits an immovable object
1: I don't push it I don't force it I
0: that is so magnificent it actually has its own name it's the irresistible force paradox what happens when an irresistible force meets an immovable object well of course logically it's impossible to have these two entities both a force that cannot be resisted and an object that cannot be moved by any force in the same universe so you've asked me an impossible question if you want to know the actual answer, though, because, you know, I know you come to the two-zillion-year-old hippie for, uh, you know, for the big truce. This is going to be hard to get your head around, so uh, you need to be prepared to ponder it for oh, a little bit here. But what happens when an irresistible force meets an immovable object is actually, shh, don't tell mom, absolutely nothing. dig it. Dig it.
2: writes, I have a question, it is something that has been on my mind for a while, it concerns the dark side, does the mellow sounding hippie have a dark side, well, do you have one, do you let it out from time to time, out into the light, or, like me, does it come roaring out when it has been suppressed for too long, and once it is out it is no fun for anyone, most of all me, how do you deal with it? how can we bring it into the light, so it can be seen for what it is?
1: Darkness, darkness, be my pillow. Take my head and let me sleep in the coolness of your shadow. In the silence of your deep Darkness, darkness, hide my yearning for the things that cannot be. Keep my mind from constant turn, to things.
0: Interesting question, man. Uh, well, you know, of course the hippie has, uh, has a dark side. I mean, you know, this is this is a podcast, man, and I'm providing a, a service for all the, the listeners here, and so, you know, we've all got certain expectations of uh, what they want from uh, the friendly hippie here, but uh, but that doesn't mean that I can't—the uh, uh, hippie's got claws, you know, he just doesn't, uh, doesn't have to bring them out very often, you know, that's all, man. But you know, if you want to uh, experience the dark side of the hippie, you should probably check out my other podcast, The Two-Zillion-Year-Old Asshole. Yeah, it features me and Brenda, the belligerent blender.
2: I hate that bitch.
0: Yeah, I, I know you do, man. That's why I have to keep you in the separate corners of the kitchen. But uh, anyway, man, yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's a, crazy show, man. I have marginally retarded people on there, and I make fun of them without them really realizing it. Oh. I get aspiring porn stars to come on and have sex on the air and stuff. It's really fantastic, and... uh, Oh, wait a minute. No, that's Howard Stern. So, you want to get into the inner deep dark recesses of the old hippie psyche man. Uh, you know, I, I, I get mad like anybody else. I think I'm one of those hothead types, you know, I get mad and then I get over it, which uh, is is easier I think on the individual to hothead anyway. Uh, I'm not sure if it's easier on everybody else. But I think uh, having had some uh, some experience in the drug world, you can definitely see how emotions, especially anger, will just flood over you in, in a very drug-like way, man, you know, the way it comes on in those waves and and how it has a peak, and, and especially you can feel it start to ebb, and it's kind of like, you know, me, anger, me, anger, and, you know, the pattern just starts to get uh, wider and wider until, you know, it starts to flatten out, but uh, absolutely, absolutely, man, I think, uh, obviously, a lot of what's happening in your brain is is chemical and electrical and stuff, man, and and there's no doubt to me that, uh, that there's some very definite similarities, and, and if you can get on top of your emotions and 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 go oh oh this is this is like a drug this is a chemical thing that's affecting me and you know i think uh sometimes that can be uh that can be a useful observation man but you know when you start getting into temperament and stuff like that that's uh that's just how people are wired man it's a very difficult thing to be able to change i think i think it's just uh you just got to figure out how to cope and uh mostly uh uh, teach yourself not to get mad if you can, you know, uh, there was a study where they got people to not criticize anything for six weeks. They just, uh, tried to break themselves of the habit and, and apparently a lot of your negative thoughts are, are a habit and, uh... And people said that they absolutely felt uh, felt themselves lifted up and and a lot uh, happier and 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 just less critical of things in general. That uh, you you teach your brain to do things. Your 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 brain is sort of like uh, like a puppy that always wants to please you and and it wants to perform these tricks and do these things that that it thinks you want it to do. And but it's taking orders, man. It's uh, it's it's trying to serve the master. And if you can uh, if you can turn it around, if you can give it some other things for it to work on, it'll it'll that man cause it just wants to please you. So Cynthia, what's our next magnificent question? That is it. What do you mean, that is it? There aren't any more?
2: No, in fact I had to scrape the bottom of the barrel to get these. I mean, come on, physics questions, really?
0: So, uh, that's everything, huh?
2: That is all of them.
0: Huh. Well, what do you know? So, uh, I don't know, Synth, uh, how's it hanging?
2: Okay. Can't complain.
0: Well, uh, that's good. That's good, man. So, uh, so everything, uh, pretty much back to normal, uh, uh, from all the repairs and, uh, everything?
2: Mostly. I think my left coil is still a bit off.
0: I thought that was the case, but, uh, you know, I didn't really want to say anything. So, uh, hmm. Uh, I I don't know, Uh, you you got any summer plans?
2: I'm a toaster, so, no, not too many summer plans.
0: Oh, uh, I guess I really hadn't thought about it.
2: Being a toaster is really seasonal work. You don't say. We get 70% of our use in the cooler months. Excluding toaster ovens.
0: Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah,
2: you know I get that subscription to Toaster Times. You should check it out.
0: Oh, I'll uh, do that, man. You know, I just don't have the kind of time to read like I used to. I'm always on the go.
2: I'll leave copies in your bathroom. I predict they will get read that way.
0: Yowza, synth TMI. But you're probably right, thanks.
2: The hippie wants, needs, has to have your magnificent questions. Or you'll get 20 minutes of hippie toaster small talk. Trust me, it only gets less interesting.
0: She's right, you know.
2: Email him at the number 2zillionhippie at gmail.com or Skype him at zillionhippie. Do the hippie is solid. Don't leave him hanging. Consider the alternative.